This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Largo Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Ironsides and Dragnet will not be presented tonight so that we may bring you the following special program. Now, a special program in living color on NBC. Chrysler presents the Bob Hope Special. Starring Glenn Campbell, Carol Lawrence, Nancy Ames, Wally Cox, Jerry Colonna, special guests Janet Lee and Les Brown and his band of renown. An hour of entertainment from Chrysler Corporation, makers of Plymouth, Don, Chrysler. Imperial, Dodge Truck, Simca, and Sunbeam Automobile. Chrysler Corporation. And now, here is the star of our show, Bob Hope. Gentlemen, this is Bob Christmas Command Hope telling all you guys, wherever you are, if you've got $50,000, you too can buy a car. <laughs> Last joke I'll buy from Madman Munch, you can bet that. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christmas in Hollywood, and of course, everybody's been out Christmas shopping. Shopping that civilian for you grab for the nylons, I'll make for the shirts, and I'll be at the Mayo Clinic for you. <laughs> I went out shopping myself today, fought my way through the mob at the Broadway department store. The Broadway, that's pre-combat training for the May Company. <laughs> Saipan without the artillery. Gosh, what mobs? The elevators are jammed, the escalators are jammed. The only way you can ride upstairs is to latch onto a price tag. <laughs> that's the only way you can do it. <laughs> 
sell them down the South Pacific, though. <laughs> Maybe I ought to go down there and sell it. <laughs> Where are we? There's that egg. Yes. Oh! And what crowds? Of course, those crowds never stop my girl. My girl can whiz through any store in five minutes. Her broom is jet propelled. But I got her a lovely present, one of those new strapless formals, a topless evening bottom. You figure it out? Adrian made it, standing on his head. I don't get that either. Hollywood's all full of the Christmas spirit, though. Every year we have what we call Christmas Tree Lane. The sides of Hollywood Boulevard are aligned with giant Christmas trees, and all the stars are invited to parade past the trees, except Lassie. In fact, that's why Lassie came home. Love those Christmas parades. Santa Claus starts and went into the boulevard up a big sleigh with a full bag. By the time Santa reaches the other end, the bag is empty, but he's loaded. <laughs> oh, my uncle has always been a problem. I never know what to get him. The other year I gave him a tie and he went out and changed it. Last year I gave him a shirt, he changed it. This year I'll give him something he'll never change a pair of socks. <laughs> but the best thing of all is the Christmas spirit. Even Paramount gets generous. They give the big stars a watch for $500, the supporting players a watch for $300. And the bit players will watch for $100. I get a nice watch, too, but I never know the time. I always bust out laughing at Mickey Mouse. Oh, who goes there? Santa Claus. Oh, there ain't no Santa Claus. Oh, yes, there is. We got a present for you. You have right there. Boys. Hello out there. I'll tell Santa Claus on you. Peabody and Sherman here. Set the Wayback Machine. We enter the Wayback and we're immediately hurtled back through time and space. Hey, this is Jimmy Shine from SoCal Speed Shop and the host of Car Warriors. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computer and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Hey, don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. If you miss any of our past shows, you can check out our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Gulfstream Motorsports. Chris, how you doing tonight? What's a good word, buddy? Merry Christmas. Merry, did you catch that theme in the beginning? Yeah. You did? I like that. There was yeah. like a little a little theme going on there? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we go. Let's not... Robert's coughing. Here, let's, let's keep... Let's keep... We got this. <laughs> we got this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anytime I start coughing, drown me out with some sound effects. Like, you know, ding, 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 ding. Is this the Salvation Army? Is it what the... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'll take all your quarters. Bring them in. <laughs> I'll take our, our quarters right here. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Since we got our guest, our, our NRC contributor here, we need to play this theme song here. You got Everybody's that? got a theme song tonight. Everybody's got a yeah. theme song in case, tonight. In case... Uh, yeah, now Alan being a big Volvo guy. You got that thing queued up there? <laughs> I got it. There goes Robert again. Okay, Robert. <laughs> anyway, we're on 1340 AM. Uh, yeah, that's it. You know, we were going to have a guest tonight. And unfortunately, I had to postpone it because I was afraid that if I got into the 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 the, the uh, very deep discussion that we were going to have tonight, 
um, I would be tripping and falling over my tonsils, which I had removed many, many years ago. Hey, here you go, Al. Yeah, there's your thong. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Cisco, settle right. down in there. A <laughs> <laughs> brain is a terrible thing to waste. Wait, son, Temple's got his white EQ here. It's a white paper, by the way. All right, I should. Uh, inf- uh, you know what? That might be Radio Rob. He hasn't called in in a while. Is that Radio Rob? That's his cue to call in too. Sometimes. Anyway, the reason we played uh, the same theme song. Th- I'm having a problem here with this. Help me out here, Alan. But it's because I have Alan tongue fixed. I yeah, my tough. Yeah. Alan. Has, be, 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 no, partial that's my stroke. Tongue. Yeah, <laughs> partial stroke. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's because Alan has a a, a P1800 Volvo. Actually, 1800s. Or 1800s. Yeah. And if you recall the TV show back in the 60s, the Saint, the original it, it one. It ran through the 70s, I think. Early it ran 70s. through the 70s. Yeah. Um, Simon Temple drove a Volvo 1800s. Yeah, P eighteen hundred, then eighteen hundred S, and Roger Moore even bought one for himself. <laughs> Needs to drive it around in his personal car. That's exactly right. And wasn't that car auctioned off here not too long ago? Like many years ago, somebody's got somebody has it here in the United States, right? Yeah, there's actually there's uh, more than one because the original one, the first one was cut up for a studio car so to get shots, you know, good shots. And then um, the next one is around somewhere, and then the, then they had two more. Okay. They, made, they had consecutive tag numbers, which Roger Moore ended up with one of those. Gotcha. Okay, thanks. You know, I think my glasses are messed up too, Alan, because I can't see you very well. Chris, are you uh, motioning? For- we got Dr. Vinny Bumbats on the phone. He Who wants is- to talk to Robert. Okay, put him on the phone. Put him on the phone. Hello, Rob. Yes. Hi, how are you? Hello. Who is that it? sounds like a Mrs. Vinny Bumbats. Sounds like Charlie. Hey, Charlie, what's going on? Well, I thought you were in New York working. Listen, listen, listen. Hey, hey, when's hold Roy going to be hold, down? Hold on a second. I got a call from a guy friend of mine that wanted to speak to Alan. He worked on his Nevada. He's got that stripe on the back of the car. And Al, we all know what you're doing now. So just you need to tell Rob what's happening. Uh, we're both stumped. Yeah. Okay, what exactly is happening there, Al? <laughs> See, it's Charlie. Sister. I tried to write down Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Really, really sneaky, Charlie. Charlie, are you gonna Charlie? Bring us, Charlie, bring us some, pa- bring us some pastries down here. How's the pastry business? Uh, I actually sold it. You did? Yeah, he sold all his pastries. He still has a bakery, but he sold his pastries. Uh, how's your buddy Artie, How's your buddy Artie Fletcher doing? You seen Artie lately? No. Charlie, it's a yeah. Christmas show. We got to be in the Christmas spirit. You got any Christmas uh, uh, stories for us? Hey, listen, I'm blessed to have some great family and friends. Hey, Al. By the way, Lynn Ann's coming down in February. Okay. So, so you could tell Rob about the mask girls. Okay, so what is this, the freaking view? <laughs> <laughs> so, Al, there you go. Now you're kicking it in. You need to kick it up, Al, because, you know, you got some funny stories. Oh, yeah, this is from the man who talks to his brother, and his brother falls asleep. <laughs> yeah, I know. Comedians. So you guys doing all right or what? Yeah, we're doing all right. Happy uh, right, Merry Christmas. I'm trying to get down there next Tuesday and bring you some pastries. I'm going to be, uh, the woman's taking over oh. mid-January, so... Uh, I'll, I'll swing by there next Tuesday, you guys. All right. All right, that'll work. Some nice, uh, some nice sugary stuff. Yeah, get some like lemon-filled donuts or something. Lemon-filled. By the way, uh, donuts. <laughs> By the way, Sundays is the Toys for Tots ride on from uh, Kmart over there, 580-19. How do they reach your handlebars? <laughs> I called up Myron already. So, uh, Who? You know, I called up Myron. He's going to take the bike. We're meeting a bunch of the two-stroke guys there, too. It ought to be kind of fun. Okay. Did you get My- yeah. By the way, Alan, you were working on Myron's bike. Did he get that done? Well, all it just is the clutch master cylinder. Clutch master cylinder? It wasn't rocket science. Oh, that's oh. cool. Yeah, because... Still, still can't get it off the ground, so it wasn't rocket Alan, science. Alan, 
had a kick-ass KZ-1000 back in the day. We were going down the corner. It was a Z1R, doing actually. Doing 110. Palm trees just look like grass. It was so fast. <coughs> I mean, that was stupid. Where's the landing strip, Charlie? What was that? <laughs> Where's the landing strip? Yeah, with the landing strip. <laughs> anyway, listen, you guys be good. I know you guys got busy stories coming up. I just want to call and, and just talk and everything else. But uh, Dr. Vinny Boombach was busy, so I took over. Hey, Charlie, okay. don't call. Al, <laughs> listen, Lou's doing a show on Saturday from 10 to 11. He's doing some... Car show, yeah, Tim's Auto Repair or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. I call up. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it before you did, <laughs> or before anyone yeah, else did. I, said it. Like, Whatever. I don't know. Okay, goodbye, Charlie. All right, all right. <laughs> Take care. Merry Christmas yeah. to you. Any, anyway, where were we? We were. Um, now I'm totally confused. Why is this echoing? Is it me or something like that? Is the, Are you guys done in there? Yeah, I think so. All right, see you guys tomorrow. See <laughs> anyway. Okay, so we're going to talk about auctions and stuff a little bit here. Yeah, I think we're going to talk a little bit about cars because next month is the big um, the big push in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Scottsdale, Arizona, you always hear me talking about this. They've got basically what we call Scottsdale Collector Car Week. So what happens during that particular week? You've got six auctions going on. You've got basically you got Barrett Jackson, okay, which is televised. You've got Russo. You've got Bonhams. You've got Gooding. You've got Silvers, and you've got RM. And it's it's kind of like a madhouse. I mean, if you stop and think about it. I think the last time I was there, there was something like, between all three auctions, close to 3,500 cars. 3,500 cars between six auctions, not counting the stuff running around on the streets, not counting the car show at the pavilion, which also included probably another 1,000, 1,200, 1,300 cars. And then, of course, two weeks after that, when you get back to Florida, you've got uh, Meekham's auction in Kissimmee. Actually, I think it starts the Friday, the same week of the um uh, bear, uh, the Scottsdale week. So now, when you get back, there's another three thousand cars being sold in uh, in Kissimmee, Florida. So you know, it's just like overwhelming. Think about that. That's six thousand cars in two weeks. That's a lot of cars. <laughs> anyway, so here's what happens when when with all these auctions going on and all the uh, hoopla and stuff like that. These particular auctions at the beginning of the year, like anything else, kind of set the tone. And the numbers right now that these cars are anticipating are expected to bring is more than they were bringing this year. The I cannot explain it. It's very difficult from an appraiser standpoint. It's very different from a collector standpoint. It's very difficult from any standpoint to kind of figure out where these cars are going. Now, I just recently got some auction um, results in. I think it was um, Kissimmee, or not Kissimmee, but uh, Meekum was in, uh, I think, out west someplace. And so let's just use as an example. I think American cars are kind of stabilized a little bit. <coughs> you know, I can't edit this out. This is terrible. Um Meekum came back with their auction results, and the domestic cars, for example, like a 1968 Shelby GT500 fastback automatic car brought a buck and a quarter. Okay, that's probably realistically priced. A uh, 70 Hemi two and a quarter, 250, that's probably realistic. A Boss 429 was pushing close to 350,000. But again, I don't know what these cars look like. Um, On the foreign car side, Again, I I don't know what to say, Alan. I, you know, you're looking at the sports car market magazine right, right now. now. Right? Yeah. So that's the most current issue with everything in it. And read off some of the numbers in there. I mean, you were okay. looking at some of the Ferraris a minute ago. I mean, here, here, just to give you an idea, Mannheim Auto Auction, which is where I used to go when I was a dealer, is in Orlando. It's Miami. It's all over the country. That's the largest uh, domestic contemporary car. That's where all the dealers go, the regular dealers. It's not antiques. But lately, some older vintage cars have been surfacing. So since we're talking a little bit about Ferraris and stuff and domestic cars, the other car that's taken off like crazy in the German car camp is Porsches. Now, for example, 
We know about the early 356s. We know those cars are taken off. We also know that 911s, early 911s, 64, 5, 6, 7, 8, short wheelbase cars is 69, and up to 73, what we call the long hood cars, are starting to take off and bring stupid money. You know, somewhere between in the hundreds, okay? But... And then you've got the short hood cars, which would be 74 to 77, which are the flat slab slidey cars. There's two sevens. Nobody wants those. But 78 to 89. Uh, here's three, one that no one wanted what's for this? 220 grand. For what is it? You, 74 Carrera, 911, Carrera 2.7. How much? Yeah, the, the green with the the um, sticker on the side that said Carrera in case you didn't know what it was. 74? Yeah, 74. 220 grand. Okay, 74 is the first year for the Carrera in, well, I, yeah, I must say United States. It's a 2.7 car. Um, and it's the first year for the new bumpers, and it's basically a slab side. But the Carreras in 74 had little tiny little flares on them, and they did that through 75, 76, 75, 76, and there was none in 77 in the United States. And then 78, they bring out, brought up the SC, which basically has the, the flares that a, that a Carrera had. So the 78 cars, the 79 cars are 3 liters and 3.2 liters, okay? Now, I was just, and I've owned a number of those over the years. Now, having said that, I looked at the Mannheim auction report because I was looking for some comparables for one of my customers. He was thinking about buying a Cayenne. And I noticed that in Indianapolis last month, a 1979 911 Targa with 55,000 change miles on it, Sold for $25,000. That's retail. Um, a 1976 Turbo 930. That's a first year for the Turbo in the United States, second year in Europe. And with 7,500 miles on it, it brought $200,000. Now, that was a $27,000 to $30,000 car back in the day. The 911, the 79, was about eighteen dollars to $24,000 car back in this day. I mean, it's just as mind-boggling. And... I don't know who's buying these cars. I don't know if they're collectors. I don't know if they're enthusiasts. I don't know if they're people that used to own those cars. But it's hard to rationalize these numbers on some of these cars. So the best thing to do is, unless you can steal one, that means cheap, you might as well just sit on the sidelines and watch this thing take off. I mean, what's your thought on this, Alan? This doesn't make any sense. Well, the problem with this is cars with the collectors and stuff like that. A lot of the guys don't use them. They speculate. And a lot of them aren't enthusiasts. Yeah. Some are. Some aren't. That's, that's, that's and a the con- cars are way over-restored. Uh, they never looked like that when they were new. No. Well, uh, European cars were pretty good. Well, exception of Italian cars. And you as well as I know yeah. that if Luigi and Vinny were working on the car and they went to lunch and they had some wine and they came back, the right side is not consistent with the left well, side of the car. you can't see both sides of the car at the same time anyway. Who said that? There was a quote by um, saying you only see one uh, side of the car at a time. Uh, Chinet- not Chinetti. Um, was it some Italian designer or something Yeah, like yeah. That? So you can you couldn't see both sides. God, only God can see both sides of the car at the same time. All right. So I was just reading that, but hey, I forgot the. You forgot that. Yeah, I can't remember. So uh, find us something cool there, just some Italian cars, and pull out some American cars, because Alan's thumbing through the uh, uh, Sports Car Market magazine. And there's Sports Car Market is a pretty good publication. Um, I'm one of the contributors. Once in a while, I cover an auction, and I do some uh, writing in there for them. So we're at the auctions. We write basically auction analysis reports, which means I have to watch the cars go through the auction. I look at the cars, study the cars, and I write basically a brief synopsis on the car. And then, of course, on whichever auction it might be, whether I'm covering Russo or Gooding or RM uh, or American or Hollywood Wheels or something like that, then basically what we do is we write like a, a little cover story, like a summary story of, of the overall event and then the, the, the premier cars. And um, so Sports Car Market is probably the one magazine that everybody goes to just to get an idea because they cover all the auctions. So anyway, what do you got in there, Alan? Okay. Remember this. Ferrari said at one time, he said a, a Ferrari is a 12-cylinder car, period, end of story. Okay, here we in go. In the front. Yeah. In the front. Yeah. Okay, here we got a Ferrari. Uh, what the heck is that? <laughs> okay. Got your glasses on? Yeah. 
Okay, 330, Series 2, GT. Uh, low miles, blah, 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 blah. Silver, it'd be a five-speed car and all that. Uh, the car went for a quarter million. That's just mind-boggling. Now, you yeah. had one of those, what, about four or five years ago? What did you sell your car for? No, I had one 30 years ago. No, it wasn't that long. It was like... It was in the 80s. Was that in the 80s? Do the math. What is oh, this? man, I'm losing my like, mind. Yeah, well, I thought that was yesterday. Jeez. <laughs> Seems okay. like yesterday. Seems like yesterday. Yeah, but they're really... Um, the, the body, the interior, the gauges, and the electrical are eh, like any other car. Mm-hmm. The drivetrain and the suspension and the frame. Or what is a Ferrari, of course. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but the 330 Series 2, that's a single headlight car. That's a right. nice car. Yours yeah. is what, Series 1 or 2? Series 1. So you had the dual headlight car, which yeah. I think looks better. It's like the Bentley Park Ward convertible anyway. There you go. Yeah. But now, so, all right, so let's. you can almost rule out any 12-cylinder Ferrari less than, what, a quarter of a million dollars now? Yeah, unless it's junk. Unless it's junk. Of course, I got an old Ferrari market letter. It's got a 250 GTE for two grand. I called the guy up, and they were really mad. <laughs> You know, they said, no, we, we we couldn't sell it for that. And I said, well, we take that for it now. And they hung up. I think it was last week I mentioned on the show, because I think it was over your your shop, and we were looking through that magazine. And then yeah. here, just two weeks ago, we were at the Festivals of Speed, and a gentleman brought a beautiful, stunning... In fact, I'll tell you what, while I'm... Chris, Chris, on the on my uh, in my little folder there is the theme song to Ferris Bueller... Can you find it in my... I need you to play that in a that second. A Ford. Air, boom, boom. That one. That's the one. It's in there. It's in there. So when I get ready to do this little thing... See, what we're going to do now from now on is we're going to throw theme song as background music, as bumper music, <laughs> to our discussions to enhance them a little bit. You don't bit. have the Quincy Jones song for Italian Job when we talk about mirrors, do you? No, but he could probably look that one up, too. Okay. We could probably find that in the background. But um, at any rate, so at Festivals of Speed uh, two weeks ago, uh, a gentleman there, a collector, um, brought a 1963 Ferrari 250 GT California Spider. Right. Did, I, did I say that right? That's a lot of words. That's a mouthful. It's Actually, the, the California... You know, Ferrari said it different every day anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. And he said it in Italian. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you ready? Got that queued up? 61 Ferrari there we go. 250 GT California. <laughs> Of course, there's a replica. Less than 100 were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. <laughs> it is his fault he didn't lock the garage. Ferris, what are you talking about? Ferris, my father loves this car more than life itself. A man with priorities so far out of whack doesn't deserve such a fine automobile. <laughs> I've never seen a Ferrari. Well, you can continue that. <laughs> I was like, is that it? I've never seen a Ferrari 250 with Smith's gauges in it. <laughs> oh, well, then that makes that's the reason it won't run. Actually, you know, there's supposedly, I just looked on Craigslist, supposedly somebody here locally has that car or one like it is trying yeah, to pass it off. They made one. a few of them and Ferrari said cease and desist and that was it. Yeah, but anyway, so the real California Spider, which I think they came out with the 250 Spider, what, uh, late 60, 50s? 59, 60. Yeah, okay. And then, okay. Yeah. So anyway, so that car's now $15 million. I can honestly tell you, in the last four years that I've been going out to Arizona, to Scottsdale, I have watched that car go from a million five to two and a half to three something to seven to 11 to 13 and change, and my guess is 15, 16 million dollars now. Not to mention the same gentleman also had a 1967 Ferrari 275 GTB, four cams, six carbs. Uh, yeah. Nart, right? Nart Spider convertible, right. which they only made, what, less than 12. 60? Huh? 12 was the Was number. it 12? Yeah. 
Now, what are the, that's, I saw one of those go for last year in Monterey, 28? 27 28? million. 28, yeah. That's, that's across the block. That's hammered. That's not figuring in the 10% on top of that. So that's right. 30 mil. So here's a guy who's got 45 million dollars in play toys at festivals. There's only two of them. Yeah, and uh, but what was interesting is that when I was looking through your magazine, here we find this magazine. It's an old like road track or something like road that. Road track from like '67. And here the there's an ad in there that shows that exact California special at '63, the last year, and the ad even said last year, last high performance engine, 160 right. mile an hour and, car. And this gentleman claimed that his car was the last one. So. What we did, we put it on our Facebook page. I took a picture of that car and and the ad that I got from you, right. and I thought that was pretty cool. That's kind of coincidental. The car is how much back then? Sixty nine hundred fifty dollars. Sixty nine hundred and fifty dollars yes. advertising. Undoubtedly original, which would be worth more than it is now if it wasn't restored five times. <laughs> and then now, just recently, I got another uh, auction report that or uh, auction update that in France, while they were roaming around in some countryside, so they found these this collection of old. Delahaye's, Delages, uh, I think there was a Bugatti in there, and supposedly one of the lost or presumed lost California Spiders. And this car was blue, and it belonged to some movie star slash producer that lived in Europe at the time, and it still had the French license plates. In fact, in- interestingly enough, I was on the Internet, and I actually Googled the guy's name, who was allegedly the last known owner of the car, and there was a picture of him sitting in the car. But the only thing you see is him, the Narts, uh, the uh, Nardi steering wheel, and the windshield post, and it's clear that it's a 250 Spider. Right. No yeah. question about it. So if you have a lot of money, I guess it's fair to say that you can invest in uh, Ferraris on Porsches right now. And seeing how the early pre-72 cars are gone, have gone through the roof, the only thing you do is to catch part of the tail end of the market is go to the late 70s, 80s cars, and consequently, it's uh, proofs in the pudding. Those cars are bringing stupid. Look at 308s. 308s, which is a glorified Fiat X19, is now a, creeping yeah. over $35,000. Last year, you could buy them for twelve to fifteen. Oh, I've seen them for $8,500 with, with uh, issues, you know, because they always... Time, excuse me, through timing belts. Timing belt, you got bent valves. Bent valves, yeah, they second used to kill them up. Second gear synchronizer, I think it is. And, and they, the and they rusted. The stable always boogers up. And they rusted. Yeah, because they were, were made in Italy. Well, yeah, they yeah. were sitting on the uh, SS Raffaello coming across the Atlantic too long, you know. <laughs> and, uh, in fact, what was it, a couple months ago, we were up in Hutchison Island, and um, right there in Savannah, and the big ships, like Maersk ship was going through, with stacked with containers. And, you, you know, you're looking at this boat, with all these containers on it, and you know that the contents in there is going to be subjected to some serious salt weather crossing the Atlantic for like 11, 12 days. So, like, no kidding. I mean, you would think, I mean, I'm sure they're probably wrapped and and, oh, and yeah, covered with double, some sort of a, yeah, whatever. Yeah, environment the whole bit. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's just hard to believe that here you are, you get this precious, you know, $2 million Bugatti, yeah. and, and you know it came across. Well, they might, they probably flew that over here. I don't yeah. know. Well, then the ship ship turns upside down, and there you go. <laughs> oh, the economy yeah. of a small country is gone. There was a gentleman that I met out in California this past year when I was at Monterey, and he owned a 300 SL Gullwing. Right, interesting story. He flew the car over to no, he shipped the car the first time over to uh, Italy to do the Mille Mille. On the way back, the car got dropped and bent. We're talking a 300 SL. Lloyd's of London had to pay some serious money to get that car totally squared away. Now, I didn't see the car before. I saw pictures of it, and it was wadded up and bent pretty good. I saw the car after the fact. It looked pretty amazing. We got What's in the background there? Is that uh, You got some music queued up for us? Oh, we got uh, Grace Select, Jefferson Airplane. 
Hey, it's time to sit there and play some dreamy psychedelic music out of the 60s. This is Jefferson Airplane. It's called uh, Go To Her. Right? Very slick. Hey, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Don't touch that dial. listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, Country, Gourmet, and even Short Order, prepared just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dew drop in right on the trail. So jog up to her front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle, and visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you might get a free drink. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey, listeners. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. Hi, this is Dan Woods, the host of Chop, Cut, Rebuild on the Speed Channel, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, we're back, and you are tuned into Nostalgia Radio and Cars. How about a couple shout-outs? Um, Alan, uh, there's a guy that I just met. Actually, I met him a couple of years ago when I was hanging out with Danny over at Golden Classics. Big shout-out to Danny Golden Classics. If you need a classic car, check out the website. they got some pretty cool stuff. But anyway, this guy's uh, from, I think, Kentucky. His name's uh, Galen Lamb, and he's got a, 
a metal refinishing shop. It's called Woody's, and he's over here on Clearwater Logger Road. Now, here's what I did. I took him over a wadded... 1959 356 shine up light. Okay, that's the rear light that shine up on the license plate. Yeah. 58, 59 are shine ups, 50, uh, 57 mid year, 55, 56, and early, mid 57 is what they call a shine down. So they're very difficult to find. They're reproducing them, but they're Chinese, and I won't put anything Chinese on my little German car. So now they're even going to the extremes where they're actually stamping the part number on it, but they can't quite get it right because the Germans use a specific metric size stamping and the Chinese can't seem to figure out what that is. So at any rate, so I took him over my uh, shine up light, which the car was hit at the hit in the rear one time. So it basically wadded it up and he did an amazing job straightening that thing to to the point. Now, fortunately, it was just scratched, so it didn't really peel off the chrome. It wasn't rusty, but it got hammered on one side. And there's a two little lenses on the top, and one got shattered, and the other one was fine with the original rivets in it. So he did an amazing job. But uh, if you have any stainless or any trim pieces that need to be straightened and restored... Which I do. Galen Lamb does an amazing job. Give him a call. He's over here on Clearwater Logger Road. His number is 417-655-1242. That's 417-655-1242. Galen, this is a big shout-out to to you, and I was pretty impressed with your work, so you got my business. Uh, right across the street from him on Clover Lager Road is my good buddy Neil, so if you've got a vintage motorcycle or a late model Harley or whatever, and since Fletcher's is no longer up here and nobody wants to run all the way down to gyms, give my buddy Neil at Manor Cycle a shout if you got a Harley, because that's all he works on. Okay, Neil is a Harley guy, okay, so whether you got an old iron head, whether you got a flathead, whether you got a pan head, whether you got a shovel, whether you got uh, a new Evo, he can fix them all. So give Neil a call over there at Manor Cycle, 727-588-0786. That's 727-588-0706. And, of course, if you've got a speedboat with an inboard or your hot rod Mustang or some other cool classic, don't forget my friend's Dom, Chris, and Anthony down there at Forte's Automotive. Actually, it's Forte's Inboard and Automarine. And they're located down there on 66th Street. Their number is 727-544-6440. That's 727-544-6440. If you're in the market for a squad car or a previously used but not very abused law enforcement vehicle, don't forget my friends down there, Mark and John, uh, Cop Cars Online, 727-536-2677. That's 727-536-2677. And don't forget, hey, today's Tuesday, and it's Rib Shack Tuesday. I said it right this time, Chris. Okay, they've got some great ribs down there, and they got barbecue, and they got sausage, and they got all kinds of stuff. So go down there and see you go, girl, and Corey and the rest of the guys down there, and Gary, and stop by the Rib Shack, get yourself some barbecue. 727-501-9090, that's 727-501-9090. And if you're like me, too, I love Italian food, and I love pizza, and I love uh, uh, calzones and all that good stuff. Don't forget my good friends down there. Bellador's Pizza, also on Clover Lager Road. Look at that. They're all in the same neighborhood, isn't that kind of coincidental? What if we got them together? They're they're all within bike riding distance. What if we got them together and made a barbecue calzone? There you go. That's it. A barbecue calzone. With hot peppers. With hot peppers. Pulled pork, a little mozzarella, ricotta. (coughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. Hot peppers. Yeah. Hey, it's Christmas. I think that'd be a nice deal for Christmas. With a bow. With a bow. Some salsa verde to make it a little red and green. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, We'll we'll call the restaurant Casa da Marine. (laughs) Anyway, Beldor's Pizza, 727-581-5000. That's 727-581-5000. And... Uh, big shout out to Mike and Kelly and Mama Flo down there at Hollywood Wheels. 1-800-237-8954. 1-800-237-8954. I have that number finally memorized because I actually work there part-time. I'm one of the PR guys. And uh, don't forget, we got this big, 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 big push for our 
purely Porsche auction at Amelia Island this year, the Amelia Island Select. Be sure and visit our website, hollywoodwheels.com. We're going to be in Scottsdale. We're doing an all-Porsche open house venue there. We're going to be in Amelia Island with our special Porsche venue, as well as our classic cars, you know, our pre-war cars, our muscle cars. We've got an amazing one of, I'm not sure, two or three, but the only one known for sale, a 1969 L88 Roadster, very low mileage car, white car, a white Boss 429 you know, I'm, that's the Holy Grail of Mustangs, one of my favorites, of course. And we have a very rare factory 400, factory four-speed um, Buick GS convertible. Now, Alan, you like those. 69 Buick Skylark GS convertible. Just say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but factory four-speed, okay, with air. Okay, red car. Uh, white interior, beautiful car, just absolutely amazing stuff. So we get some pretty wicked cars. So be sure to check out our website, HollywoodWheels.com, Amelia Island Select. And then, with a little luck, we will be in Monterey. We're going to stir up the pot. So we're going to be doing three auctions in the future. We're going to be hitting Amelia Island, Scottsdale, and my neck of the woods, Monterey, California. So we're looking forward to that. Anyway, oh, yeah, one more thing. Guess what? To all the guys that are big ZZ Top fans, it's Billy Gibbons' birthday today. So a big shout-out and a happy birthday to Billy Gibbons. And we are definitely trying to get him on the show. So between him and Jimmy Shine, we might get lucky and have uh, Billy Gibbons on the radio show with Jimmy Shine. Hey, now, and have mercy. This is Billy F. Gibbons from ZZ Top, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Was that a phone call for us? It's not a phone call for us. It's It's a phone call for you. For me? Anybody we know? Uh, I think it's a good buddy, Mike. Mike? Mike, are you on the line? Yeah, man. Uh, what's up with that cough, dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm telling you, for real. Which Mike is this? Who is this? This is Junk Mike, man. Junk like Mike. Mike! Oh, Mike, how you been? Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. Guy. He didn't, you know... <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. I told the guy uh, he didn't. Uh, the know. guy, the, the, the guy. guy. What am I like the, the like door number four? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He's he's. Oh God. <coughs> he doesn't. No. Yeah. Well, no. first of all, John Mike, here. when you when you when you speak, get the marbles out of your mouth, and then maybe I can understand what you're saying. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no, no. Come on. It's Christmas. I want everybody to Christmas spirit now. Got no clothes. But anyway, Mike. Oh, so oh, how oh. you been? Pretty good, man. Uh, man, I'm, I'm listening to the show. Yeah. And and the prices of these cars are just like like you keep on saying over and over again, mind boggling. It's I mean, like you know, seventy two <coughs> to you know two hundred something thousand dollars. Excuse me, are you coughing again? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> that was a I, I, be- I beg my pardon. That was a barracuda backfiring. <laughs> Are you? Uh, 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 me? Yeah. Uh, no, no. I, I, no. Hey, by the way, did you ever find me a Mustang Fender guitar yet? I'm still looking for one. Uh, no. Well, well, well. You no, said your buddy no, had one. You think no, he weasel that, huh? No, yeah, yeah. You want something? You want something heavier, man? You want a more solid piece? Of uh, well, you know? look. Well, no, but I just want. I have a '67 Mustang that I'm building for Bobby, so I need a Mustang guitar to go in it. But I want yeah, an original well, yeah, yeah, pre '72 yeah, Mustang. Yeah. See. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're into all this high grading of like classic type materials, like guitars in cars. You know, yeah, you're in. You know, you're like you're like you guys are talking about, um, uh, you know, the the car from the Saint, and uh, you know, grading like you know whether it's been repainted or not. You know, oh. I mean, a guy like me, who cares about that? I mean, the, the, my point is, what 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 I. 
uh, inspired me to call was that I mean you know if you want to get yourself some muscle car like 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 a 1970 javelin or something you better freaking or whatever 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 you see laying around somewhere you better pick that up and and, and fix it up because I mean uh, that sounds like they're worth a lot of money. Well, all right, let me. We were just <coughs> excuse me. That's the second part of the show. The next segment. What we we're actually going to talk about is the more affordable cars. So, mm-hmm. if you get into, let's say, like you talked about, you know, nineteen seventy AMX, a nineteen seventy AMX, a nice driver, you can still buy one of those for twenty twenty five thousand bucks. That's a lot of money. But, but let's just say, cheap. <laughs> but, but I'd rather buy that than a brand new car today. Oh, absolutely, because you can fix it. You know, you can fix no it. No airbags. Yeah. No, no government intervention. No electronics. No, yeah, no yeah. computers. No nothing, man. It's yeah. My tire no pressure computer. monitor is my eyes. And if you don't yeah. buy a Corvair, you got no Ralph Nader involvement. <laughs> so, you know. But, uh, yeah, you can buy a, a Javelin. A Javelin's a good car for ten for ten grand or less. You can buy a Cutlass. You know, not not a 442, but just a nice Cutlass. You can buy one of those. Uh, 65 to 66 Mustangs. You can buy them all day long. Nice drivers. Coupes. For under seven, eight grand. I mean, a nice driver. Yeah, I mean, there's billions of them out there. So, you know, you start getting the convertibles, you start getting the four speeds, start getting the, you know, special motors and stuff like that. The numbers start going up. And that's the trick. That's where we're going with it. We're even talking about little MGBs. You can still buy a little MGB and have a lot of fun with a chrome bumper and MGB. You can buy that under five, six grand. A TR6, like that little one I used to have that I had to drag over to Allen's, (laughs) tow over to Allen's all the time because it wouldn't run. That reminds me. Okay. Um, uh, Okay, my first car. Was a '76 Fiat X19. I had one of those. <laughs> if I if I didn't smash up the passenger door totally, you know, hot rodding around the parking lot of Seven Eleven with my buddy driving his mama's big old Chevy Biscayne, <laughs> Biscayne. door. Uh, I mean, how much would that be worth today? I mean, you know, I got. You know, I, Un- I, unfortunately, I unfortunately, yeah. it's an X one nine. So it's worth less than what you paid for. It yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, right. if it had a if it had a little Cavalino badge on it, and they called it a three hundred eight, it might be worth a little bit more. You did, mm. you'd have done better if you'd have bought a Fiero. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, we get, because they were everywhere, and now they're nowhere. Well, that's because he rusted out. Unfortunately, that was the problem with yeah, the X one nine. Probably there's yeah. very much to rust there. You know, <laughs> with an X one nine, if you can look through the. <laughs> left rear fender and see out the right front fender, then you know the car's rusty and you got to get rid of it. <laughs> okay, I'll re- try to remember that. And, and in addition to the other thing that you said, what was it? God sees both sides of the car. Yeah, no uh, one else sees the car. It. The car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. deep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> But there's some validity to that, right, Mike? Yeah, well, totally. Uh, Vigna- Vignali so said that. It's valid. You or how do you say it? Vignali, right. Okay. Vignali was an Italian car designer like Bertone or Pinaferine or whatever. Yeah. And Zagata. Are you mumbling come out? Oh, we're talking about Italian cars. Oh, okay. We're mumbling. Uh, uh, Actually, the Fiat X19 was a Bertone body car. Yeah. Mumbling. It's. Yeah. it's <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was designed by Bertone. It had the same latches to open the. Deck lid and the engine cover as a Countach, but the Countaches were nice and chrome. Yeah. Those are Countai. Had nice chrome ones, yeah. You know, it's interesting because we joke about the X19, you know, which resembles a, a glorified uh, 308, but the, that's Pinaferine body, and the 
the X19 was Bertone, and so was the Countach, like you had mentioned. Yeah, the 30 GT4 was a Bertone, and that was... Oh, was it? Not a good thing. But you know, they made almost 15,000 308 G and 328s combined. Bertone so, really yeah. didn't do much with, with Ferrari, though, right? They, they had a 250 Bertone coupe they made way back in the day. It had a funky nose on it and a little bit of odds and ends on it. And they had, like I say, the 308 GT4, and nothing else comes to my head at the moment. If it was, it was. Uh, they, they made it like a one-off stuff, but that's about Zagato it. didn't do much with uh, Ferrari either, did he? I don't even know if he did anything to tell the truth. Okay. I don't remember that one. Because the Pininfarina is the only one yeah. that comes to yeah. mind. Bastin Pininfarina, yeah, was his name. So, yeah. <coughs> anyway, so Mike, uh, you know, you got to be depressed right now because scrap prices are down. I mean, I'm not scrapping anything right no, now. No, no, I, I don't know. It makes me happy. It makes me. I, I, I've been waiting for this moment because now you can uh, hoard. Now you can hoard, right? And no, well, no, no, no. Uh, no I just, I, I get so much. I have to let it go every day. Um, uh, pass it off like a hot potato, you know. But um, uh, when it goes down, all these other people will give up and oh, yeah. I will get all of it. You know, it's a volume business. Yeah. You, How, mm-hmm. you have to be able to haul a million pounds of steel, you know, at any time. How much is steel going for nowadays? It's <laughs> uh, <coughs> five bucks, isn't it? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm, five bucks a hundred? It's down. It's down, yeah. according to some people. Um it's still like seven times as much as it was when I started this business. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why. Mike, when I started in 1982, I was getting 65, 63, 67 cents a hundredweight. Think about that. That's yeah. a, that was, It's like, darn. <laughs> That's a lot of work and a but lot we were, of acreage. We were buying junk cars. Alan, you were there. We were buying yeah. junk cars off the street for five, ten bucks. Yeah, nothing. Fifteen bucks. Oh, yeah, you got a good battery. You made a home run. Yeah. From the get-go. Yeah. So, well, now you know who to call if you get junk cars, because I'm still running around with the almighty 550, so, you know, if I... But I, I yeah. But I can't I pick up small stuff. I junkyard in a while. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been going up uh, on Golf the Bay, or on 60, or what is that, on Hercules there. What's it called? Because it's close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, where do you go? You still going to Acre down there? Uh, uh, 49th and Omerton, cash scrap metals, man, uh, in Rogers Industrial Park. Oh, high, all the way to Dan's Towing. Dance Towing, right? That's Dan, where you're going? Dan's Hauling. Dan's Hauling. Slash cash scrap metals. Okay. Yeah, man. That's because it's, uh, you know, it, it's the closest place. Yeah, no fuss, no muss. And yeah, yeah, right. Get her done. Get that. Get this uh, dangerous load off the road as soon as possible, as quick as you can. That's right. And uh, you know, get the liquid cash. Get the liquid cash. <laughs> That's right. And they have a waterproof uh, pocket. Know, I, I mean, the, 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 you know, a lot of the cars you talk about, you know, <laughs> as, you, as you probably heard other people tell you. I mean, I just, I just got like a penny a pound for them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dough back no, in the day, or even or even like or even like your 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 guest over there was saying. I mean, I yeah, in two thousand it went down to sixty five cents a hundred pounds. You know, that's scary. So, and, and yeah, I hauled it all the way across. You know, down the corner Gamble Causeway to uh, you know Maritime Boulevard. Oh, you, you know, took you took loads over to Tampa too to uh, oh. Max. Over there, yeah. Tampa Square. Oh yeah. man, that was a long ass. It took me an hour to get over there, yeah. and an hour yeah, back. It took me three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember the days. Yeah. I had I had this old F six hundred truck. Remember when we used to load that thing, and we put 
I don't know, 20, 30 motors in the back. Well, well let's put it this way. We were 10,000 pounds overweight, and I drove that thing over to Tampa one time, and I was getting off of 22nd Avenue, and I was coming down the hill, and I lost yep. the brakes. I had no brake. I had dry. So I had to coast down in gear, and you know, shut the engine off and go whoop 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 whoop, and hope and play red light roulette. And I managed to coast the thing into uh, Burger King was down at the bottom of the hill without hitting something. <laughs> then I had to call John or James back at the shop, and I said, James, I got no brakes. What do I do? And he goes, Well, you know, check the master cylinder. And I go, Well, yeah, that's a good idea. Sure enough, I pull out the thing. The master cylinder cap was off of it, and it was dry. So I went to the gas oh, station. No yeah, believe it or not. I put fluid in it, pumped the living crap out of it, watched it you know, bubble up like it always does, got to Max down there at Tampa Scrap Metal Buyers, unloaded my load, got my money. I got cheated on the scales because you always got cheated on the scales over there. Oh, everybody. And, 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 and made it back in one piece. That's amazing. Those were the good old days. When we were in the junkyard business, they were, you know what? Unless you're in the scrap business, you just, you just don't know. It was, just, it was a lot of fun. Right, Alan? Yeah, you had a lot of fun, and you didn't have to really... Too technical on the whole matter. No, I would sit yeah. out there in the yard. I would do no computers, was, nothing. No, it was, uh, yeah. we take a take a smoke wrench out there and cut them rear ends yeah. up. The number one prepared steel and load it and go. How yeah. how, how how heavy you think we are? Yeah, <laughs> it got so bad we had to take two trucks over there to Tampa because I had to have one truck sit outside while while one of us went inside and made sure they didn't cheat us on the scale, and that person would drive both trucks across the scale because we saw them cheating everybody. But we didn't say anything because no. we didn't want to get beat up. Oh, no. nah. But uh, it's a garbage business. Well, it's not the Boy be. Scouts. You would be because they would be <laughs> totally offended. By oh, absolutely! Your insult. Well, we no. got. I, 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 not to mention any names, but I got kicked out of a number of junkyards because I accused oh. them because well, I would weigh. Well, I believe that now. Well, wait a minute. Before, before you go to the yards, I would go and weigh my truck if I had any suspicions, and if I'm like five hundred to a thousand pounds off, I'm being cheated. You know, that's 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, which was a lot of money back in those days. Sometimes on a on a small load, on a big load. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know, yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, you got to know what you got. You oh, yeah. Gotta know. You got to know. You have to know what you got going in, man. Uh, you know, that's why the, the big 18 wheelers that <coughs> go to the. Uh, that, 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 that's the way to deliver them now. I mean, for the last 10 years or so, uh, they just load the crane. The crane loads the scrap into the truck, and the truck goes across the bay, and the dude gets $200 or something. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they do that like five, six times a day with one truck. And, and, and um, where was I going with that? I don't know. Um, I, you go to the scrapyard. Yeah. Exit yeah. <laughs> four. It's just it's like inside baseball now. Um, but uh, well, Mike, we got a few yeah. minutes here. We got to finish up a little bit of dialogue. But I want to thank yeah, you for I calling in. Have a merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas <laughs> to you. And and keep your eyes open for that Mustang guitar or a, a Gibson SG. Okay. Well, Gibson SGs are everywhere. Are they? Okay. Well, find me one then with a tail on. I want I want a Robbie Krieger lookalike. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right, you take. Have a nice night, Robert. All right, take care. Thanks for calling in. All right, Alan. Let's see. Let's go to some cheap cars right now. What else is in that thing? Well, I mean, you got E type in there. That's two hundred thousand bucks. That was a sixty-one flat floor car in there. Yeah, serial number twenty-seven. That's a twenty-seven flat floor made. That's the very early three point eight liter car. Yeah, sold at three hundred fifty grand. 
Three fifty for. We got, actually have one of those going through our auction. We supposedly have serial number thirty six. So if that brought three hundred fifty thousand bucks, then ours should do close to three hundred thousand too. It's the same color, red, black interior, beautiful car. I drove it. In fact, you know what? I got to tell you, when I drove that car out of festivals of speed, I I I don't like to use this term in cars. But, man, is that one sexy car. E-Type Jag, when you're sitting there and you're behind the dash of that car and you're looking over the, the, the hood of that car with the three humps on the front, you know, that's just one cool – there's really no other way to describe it. That is a beautiful, beautiful, sensual-looking kind of car. I mean, it's like a beautiful woman, you know. I mean, am I going there? Did I actually say that on the air? Oh, my God. Um, but that's anyway, the first thing you do. You look at it. You look at it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, I mean, it's just uh, – Wow. But anyway, that is just one stunning car. They did. Who was it? Was it Enzo Ferrari that said it too? That was probably the most one of the most beautiful cars ever made. Was right. the E-Type Jag. Yeah. And uh, man, amazing car. But anyway, all right. So what else we got? We got an MGB in there, cheap? Uh, no, we don't. We How got about? we got another E-Type, a '67, same condition as the '61. <coughs> it's um. Hundred thirty thousand went for one hundred thirty thousand. That's the last year. Okay, so that's the last of the glass headlight cars. Okay? Right. Yeah. We don't even want to go to the Porsches because we know they're out of out of the ring. But okay. see if they find something more affordable. Is there what's in there that's kind of you know within the realm of like under twenty thousand dollars? I mean, and you know what? Not in this we're, book. We're talking about twenty thousand dollars. Like that's cheap. It really. It's that's still a lot of money for a lot of people. Yeah. It's a lot of money for me. When you can buy, go out and buy a, you know, if you look on Craigslist or on eBay every once in a while, you find some pretty good bargains. In fact, I encourage everybody, if you're going to buy a car, buy something that needs just a little bit of work, but it's pretty much all there, and just drive it and have fun. Don't worry about restoring a car. You don't want to get involved in restoration. You want to do minor mechanicals, minor cosmetics, drive it and have fun, because no matter what, if the market keeps going up like it is, chances are, if you put a few bucks into it and drive it and take care of it, you'll do okay. You'll at least break even. What do you think, Alan? Not too bad. Yeah, you could um, have fun with the car and and bring it over to your it. shop, and you could fix it for him. It depends what it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. We got an AC Bristol Coupe. Or, oh, better cool. yet, it's better yet. Fifty-eight TR3. Fifty-eight TR3. TR3. Twenty-two thousand dollars. Ah. All right. Hey, I want to thank all my Driver. listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We're just about out of time. Be sure to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to. Like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Gulfstream Motorsports. If you missed any of our past shows, don't forget our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hopefully, we'll see some of the shows. We'll get a Christmas show next week. I have a special guest. We'll see you guys somewhere, some show, some Christmas party. Everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. Take care, everybody. Bye. But there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker. To the other side.